Hello everybody. Why is it so important for you to know just how seismic Chinese President Xi Jinping's visit to Saudi Arabia, the Gulf states, and Arab states truly is? Pictured above on my webpage, Asia includes all the Middle East with the, with the Gulf states and Iran. They, along with Africa, are looking towards China for the 21st century. Your Anglo land is losing its Cold War full-spectrum dominance on the global majority fast. Here we go. Post-war, the West has based its dominating, controlling, and hegemonic imperialism on petroleum supplies. From the Western-backed coup in Syria in 1949 to the 1953 CIA-MI6 coup in Iran to depose the newly elected socialist government, install the dictator Shah in order to steal back British petroleum from the people, then on to Libya and Iraq in the recent past, controlling and exploiting other people's oil and natural gas figures hugely in Uranglo land's goals of global colonialism. Richard Nixon famously took the Bretton Woods U.S. dollar off the gold standard in 1971, thus making it a pure fiat currency with no intrinsic value other than, quote, the good faith of the U.S. government, end of quote. Middle Eastern oil producers, Saudi Arabia, <coughs> at the helm, agreed to support the dollar's value by only accepting it and no other currency on earth with which to buy oil and gas. This in exchange for Uncle Sam's military protection across the Persian Gulf. The West was assured the lion's share of infrastructure, engineering, and equipment contracts, freezing out the Soviet bloc in Asia. Suddenly the whole world needed U.S. dollars in its coffers to buy hydrocarbons, thus giving the United States a blank check of sorts to print lots of money and go into ever-growing national debt. It has also greatly overvalued the greenback, especially as the country's ballooning $30 trillion debt and growing will never be paid back. Up until recently, the black gold come military muscle racket has served both the West and the Gulf states well, and the rest of humanity, the 85% global majority, paid dearly. This is why China President Xi Jinping's visit to Saudi Arabia, also known as KSA for the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, with the Gulf Co Cooperation Council, the GCC, <clears throat> which is essentially all the uh, all the monarchies in, in, in the Gulf, and Arab state summits last week is so earth-shaking because it signif signifies the dramatic unraveling of this 50-year-old entente. Since 2020, the Biden administration has seemingly done everything in its power to piss off once uber-reliable ally Saudi Arabia. This includes publicly berating Saudi leadership for the murder of journalist Jamal Khashoggi and not regretting making it the kingdom a, quote, pariah state, end of quote, which is what Biden said. This is what is known as Western Empire's way of making friends and influencing people. <clears throat> this coming from a country that exterminates millions of people a year via invasions, occupations, proxy wars, and war crime sanctions on much of the global majority. 
maybe Foggy Bottom, the, the name for the U.S. Department of State, hasn't been paying attention that as far back as 2016, KSA has been making plans similar to the Made in China 2025 and se several other national Sino projects stretching out to 2049. For Western Empire, those dirty Muslim ragheads are supposed to adopt what it dictates and not have the visionary dreams for their own people. At its dark heart, Urangloland is hopelessly hubristic with its 70s of racism, that being expansionism, extermination, expropriation, extraction, enslavement, epidemics, and evangelism. Even still, it goes further back than that. China's rapid, peaceful, win-win economic and development rise on the world stage, especially the Everyone Wants to Join Since 2013 Belt and Road Initiative, the BRI, is too good to pass up with the Gulf states seeing huge opportunities for their people's prosperity. I've got a really nice graphic here for you. Above, Saudi Arabia and China have much in win-win cooperation under their belts, pardon the BRI pun, <laughs> with only upside potential in the future. Iran already joined the China-Russia-centered Shanghai Cooperation Organization the SCO, and is making a huge pivot to Asia. This probably figures into the Gulf states' strategies, with the prior being a huge cog in BRI. NATO member Turkey is also an SCO dialogue partner, which is telling. Iran just requested membership in BRICS, you know, uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, and suddenly Muslim Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and Turkey are jumping on board too. BRICS has its, its new development bank, the NDB, largely capitalized by China, which also offers attractive financing outside the lemon-squeezing loan shark slash color revolution racket forced on so many countries by the World Bank and IMF, the International Monetary Fund. Not to mention Iran, Iran has already inked a 25-year multi-gazillion cooperation agreement with China and is in the process of developing one with Russia. Scratch the headlines and Urangloland only offers imperial weapons, occupation, and sabotage. There is also the little-known Eurasian Economic Union, abbreviated EAEU, founded in 1994 centered around Russia and its centered around Russia and its surrounding countries as an anti-imperial option. Asian Iran and the Gulf states would be a natural fit. Even far away Cuba has EAEU observer status. Did you know about the Collective Security Treaty Organization, the CSTO, Asia's counterweight to NATO? Iran is also working towards becoming a member too. The Gulf states are also founding members of the Asian Infrastructure Investment Bank, the AIIB, another visionary China development which serves as even more anti-imperial World Bank IMF competition. You might think, the Middle, you might think of the Middle East, 
But remember, it is the westernmost part of the Asian continent. Thus, Xi's visit could not be timelier. After Biden's disastrous visit to Saudi Arabia in July, rumors abounded that the kingdom was developing a Chinese yuan um, RMB, the Jinmingbi oil gas contract, which would acknowledge the end of the U.S. dollar's control over world affairs. Now, during Xi's visit, he announced that everyone was welcome to buy on the Shanghai Petroleum and Gas Exchange, which up to now for international shipments has been dollar-based. Xi's invitation includes, R includes RMB oil and gas contracts. If used extensively, it's the end of the Breton world uh, the, uh, the Bretton Wood world as we know it. It has become so pervasive across global markets and harked throughout China's Middle East, uh, throughout Xi's Middle East visit, there is a new term for it, non-dollar trade. It goes beyond that. Does Saudi Arabia still need U.S. muscle? Or are they afraid all those American troops and their military bases inside their country may be turned on the royal palace. Crown, Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman and his aging father, King Salman bin Abdelaziz Al Saud, know that the United States has never honored a treaty or agreement that gets in the way of its psychopathy for full-spectrum global dominance of hydrocarbons. After all, China is KSA's biggest petro customer, India comes in second, and all three of these countries are flouting the West's attempts to destroy Russia with blockades and sanctions. It is not just Saudi Arabia. All of the other Gulf state countries, the United Arab Emirates, Kuwait, Qatar, Bahrain, and Oman are militarily occupied by the United States. After visiting KSA, President Xi held a special China GCC summit where both sides regaled each other with their mutually shared global millennial civilizations. China's Silk Roads have been peacefully trading, exchanging, and exchanging culture and technology with the Middle East and Africa since the times of Jesus Christ. That can't be said by Uncle Sam. Not to leave anybody uh, in the Arab world out, the same win-win millennial assurances were shared at the back-to-back China-Arab state summit <coughs> following the GCC uh, summit, which included all the other countries in North Africa and the Middle East except Persian Iran. Iran is not concerned about not being, quote, Arab, end of quote, with all it has done to cooperate with China and Russia discussed above. She even made it a point to meet the president of Israeli colonized Palestine, Mahmoud Abbas. Another nice graphic, China and the Arab world above go together like Sino hot pot and Middle Eastern flatbread shawarma. One final important observation. The world's 1.8 billion Muslims feared communism during the Cold War as it officially rejected religion. It was mostly bark and no bite as the peoples of China, Vietnam, DPRK, or North Korea if you prefer, Cuba and the USSR and elsewhere continued to practice their faiths, including their, their Muslims in their countries. However, the global capitalist West made the most of it in its big lie propaganda machine, 
the BLPM, which much of the Muslim world bought into. Iran, the Arab and Muslim worlds now realize that China never had an interest in and still has no interest in meddling in their internal affairs, be it spiritual or material. In closing, 10, 20, 50 years from now, objective history books will look back on Xi Jinping's 2022 Pan-Arab visit and summits as a catalytic tectonic shift in geopolitics, global trade, and economics from the West to Asia. It's that big of a deal. Thank you. If you um, uh, like and learn um, uh, uh, watching and reading me, I would appreciate a financial donation for my wife and me. We have a limited retirement budget here in um, highly expensive France with inflation raging. Uh, and so uh, either on in Substack or on my webpage or in Brighteon, uh, I think that's all of them. Uh, there's every which way but up to, um, to uh, 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 help us out. Thank you.